On today's episode of the Korea Pact podcast, I want to talk about new friends, finding new friends, and being grateful for the ones that you have now. If you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Spotify wherever you're listening, share it with a friend, and follow us on all socials at the Korea Pact podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, what's up, people? Welcome back to the Korea Pact podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. And on this pod, I combine creativity and impact and hope to give a little bit more than I can get. For those of you who are new, welcome. We're doing a daily episode for a year straight, and we are on episode number 124. Um, Today, this will probably be one of my, safe to say, longer episodes. And you guys probably already read the title. I want to talk about friends and I want to talk about new friends uh, specifically. Finding new friends in life, you know, the older we get, appreciating the ones we have now and knowing when to break out into just finding new friends. And before I even get into this, I want to preface this podcast by saying that friends are super, super eminent, meaning that they're going to be in your life regardless. And Also, this is just how I view friends and the evolution of friendships in my eyes Um, and what I've learned the older I've gotten over the past couple of years. So what I mean by friends are eminent is like if you don't have any friends in high school, like if you were just, you know, super alone to yourself, you will probably find friends in college. And if you don't find any friends in college, which is super rare, like I'm a firm believer that like you find good friends in college through experience and just being there for four years, you'll find someone, but if you don't, you'll find them in your work. So friends in life, they're just eminent and people you spend your life with talk with, it's just all there. They'll be there. I want to talk about a little bit like my experience that I've had with friends, like in high school, I was always the kid that uh, like I had a ton of acquaintances. I was never like really close to anyone until like my senior year. And like that person that I was close with now, like we barely talk. We probably talk like once, once or twice a year, if that to like catch up. So that was my high school experience. Like I just had a bunch of acquaintances, but no like close friends. Like I knew people, they knew me, but I never was invited anywhere and I never like went anywhere. I would just like go to school, come home, do my own thing, go play basketball, eat, sleep, repeat. When college came, you know, I would li- I lived with, you know, one of my good buddies. We stayed in a dorm and then, you know, I also stayed with some other good friends in uh, apartments. So I had two apartments, one in 2020 and then one in 2021. Again, great experiences with both of them, ups, downs, but you know, you make friends, you lose friends, but all of those experiences I cherish and I'm really grateful for them because, you know, I learned a lot about friends and finding them throughout that time. And, you know, the friends that, you know, I have now that are, you know, some of my closest friends today, I found them in college. And then once I got past college, you know, well, granted, I was only in college for two years after I left, you know, you make friends in your workspace. And some of those people, I'm close with them, talk to them during the workday, ask them how things are going. They teach you things about life. If they're older than you, setting up like a 401k Roth IRA, investing properties, real estate, like all those things 
I learned from, you know, some of my work friends. So that's been my experiences thus far with friends, but I'll dive into it a little bit deeper um, later on in this podcast because I want to break this episode down into three parts. So part one is your existing friends, the people you have in your life already, and just who you spend your time with on a day-to-day basis, weekly, daily, whatever it is, just who's in your life right now. That's part one. Part two is realizing that you need new friends and understanding that point in your life. And number three is finding friends that are within your same realm of work that are just as passionate as you about the things that you really care about. So part one, this group of friends is what I like to call the homies because literally these people are at home. They're close to your home, meaning, you know, the friends that you have in your hometown, the friends you make in high school, your local college that you went to, you know, if you work close to your home, just your hometown in general. And these are the types of friends that we just kind of run into. You know, when we get older, when we go to middle school, high school and college, granted, unless you, you know, go to college out of state, that's completely different. But I feel like most people go to their community college or stay at an in-state school. In specific to those circumstances, the types of friends we have, we kind of just click with them and then boom, your friends. Like there's not as much effort in finding them. Like they just come and you click with them a little bit and, you know, they help you with your homework. You help them. You're both in the same gym class. You have, I don't know, chemistry class together. Um, you guys exchange, I don't know, phone numbers. And then you are up at night studying for a test. You guys go to the library together and then college comes. You guys go to universities that are really close to one another. Same thing. Study, study dates. You guys go out for um, dinner, lunch, the club, whatever it is. But these are the types of friends that you just run into very, I feel like quickly and not that much effort is required. You grow up with them. You may be roommates with them. And these types of relationships is what you find gratitude in, I like to call it, because these relationships are the ones that I personally really cherish early on in my life, you know, being early in my 20s now. These are the relationships that I genuinely try to cherish and be grateful for them, because from my observation, I feel like they slowly tend to fade away in the sense that you just start spending less and less time with these people the older we get. Let's say I get a job out of state. Let's say, again, that college example, I go to college out of state. You know, I get married and move to the other side of a country to start a family. All of these things are possible and they most likely will happen. So the people that we were friends with from like the age of five to let's say like 21, 22, when we're 30 and 35, like the odds of us spending as much time together decreases. So the friends that you make in that time period really cherish those. At least that's what my observation has been. And that's what I tried to do because, you know, I still remember some people that I was really close to in middle school or even in elementary school that I have like not heard of I haven't heard of them or like I haven't seen anything about them or talked to them in years, 
dang near a decade. And I, and I find that so crazy because at, at one point in my life, they were considered my best friend or they were considered the person that I was closest to that, that I would tell everything and play with and eat lunch with. And I just think it's a super cool, um, super cool type of relationship or time in life. And these are the people that I just value, the people that I try to stay on good terms with, check in on them every couple weeks or per month or every couple months. And no matter how little I see them, they will always be family because they're the friends that, you know, I made in high school, college, and just growing up in my hometown. They'll be family through the ups and the downs, you know, every friendships, they have good times, they have bad times, but they will be family because they have seen such big parts of my life. The only unfortunate thing is, is that the amount of time I probably spend with them just goes down because the older we get, life happens. So that's part one is appreciating my existing friend group, aka the homies, the friends that we make in our hometown, college, high school, and so on. Part two, this extends further into what I like to call the time in our life that's centered on ourselves as individuals. This is where we realize, or at least I realize, that I may need to branch out a little bit, find new friends that are a little bit more aligned with my values, my morals, my passions, uh, the things that I want to dedicate my life to. And I understand most people aren't in that time or they haven't reached the point where they can say like, hey, this is the thing that I want to dedicate my entire life to. Because, you know, most people are still in the phase of figuring that passion out and what they genuinely enjoy. For me, I wouldn't say that I'm fully there yet, but I have a little bit of a direction. I have some sort of direction on what I want to do for a long time in my life. And that's to, you know, have conversations, talk to people, share stories, hear stories, and tell my own stories through video and conversation. So that is my direction and the thing that I care about. So realizing that I must find people who share that same value, who share that same passion, is the point that I'm at in my life right now. And that's just me. But if you're someone who's listening to this, and if you get to a point in your life that you feel like you're growing, you know, you're learning new things, you're improving every day, and you're on this like crazy trajectory of self-growth and learning and building discipline and like building a routine, which again are also things that I'm in. Like most people aren't, especially at a young age, the thing that I've come to find is they're not as obsessed with that idea of trying to grow and building themselves. And maybe I'm just like, I haven't branched out enough yet, which again, I'll talk about in part three. It's a, it's a weird point because you're constantly growing, but that journey of self-growth and self-discovery sometimes can be alone that, you know, you want to find friends that are in that same trajectory that are on the same path and that have the same wants as you in terms of getting better. If the people around us aren't helping us facilitate growth within ourselves, then what is the point of them being in your life as frequently? Like there isn't. 
Like if someone keeps doing the same thing over and over with no improvement, get them out. But if they choose to listen to your guidance or at least consider it and try to get better and learn, then that's great. That's someone that you want to spend more time with because they are considering your opinion. They want to learn. They want to get better. However, there's also people early on in life that don't understand that lesson, that don't want to grow, that want to just be in their own bubble and do their own thing that keeps them in the same place. Me personally, if I come across that type of person, I kind of want to disassociate. I want to distance myself because that doesn't help me facilitate any sort of growth. Not to say that they're a bad person, not to say that I can't have fun with them, not to say that I can't, you know, chill with them, hang out, do whatever. But it's like the the frequency that I will probably see that person in my eyes should, you know, decrease because I want to be around people that are constantly helping me grow, be better and also have fun. So personally, if you guys can't tell already from all the things that I talk about on this podcast, I'm obsessed with the idea of growing. Now, is my execution and my action always aligned with that obsession? Not as much as it should be at times. However, wanting to learn new things, learning how to manage my emotions, again, the concept of life, understanding people's stories, all these things that I'm hyper obsessed about, right? If my, if some of my friends that I hang out with on a regular basis that I hang out with religiously, if they're not as obsessed as I am, there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. But what it does do is that it leads me to sometimes want to hold back, maybe not be as open sometimes about my life, what I'm working on, what my passions are, the projects that I'm building. Nonetheless, like I don't even want to be asked about it because I know that maybe they don't understand it or maybe they don't have that same perspective or the same point of view to understand what my shoes may be like. And I don't want to open up sometimes because it's like at the end of the day, they probably don't care. And and I don't want to be around people that don't care about like the thing that I'm working on or the thing that I'm building towards. Like I'd appreciate someone else who is in that same spectrum or in that same realm of creation and wanting to do things outside the box a little bit and them challenging me with like creativity and giving me new ideas and all those things. Like they just, they just add up sometimes. Right. And all of my, you know, close friends from back home, the people I love, the people I call family, they are, they're in their own, you know, bubble, their normal lives. And it's amazing to see, you know, engineers, doctors, teachers, people working in finance, um, consultants, investment banking, all these things that I see them doing me personally, like it's hard to disassociate from that. Sometimes I've realized that I needed to. But it's hard sometimes because, you know, these are the homies. These are the people that you grew up with and that you're close friends with. You've shared so many memories with them. And for me, this is the part of self-growth that's super important because I realize that them doing what they're doing, they don't owe anything to me. Like I shouldn't expect any of that from them. So 
me wanting other uh, like me wanting my close friends to like care about my projects or the thing that I'm doing or my passion for video and podcasting and and them wanting and me wanting them to ask more about the topics I talk about my podcast and them listening on a you know daily or weekly basis whatever like I shouldn't expect that but I'm gonna like I do like I do like I I want my close friends to I I want to have the type of close friends that do care about those things. So I understand the people that are the homies, I shouldn't expect that from them. And maybe they are not my group of people in terms of career-oriented friends, hobby-oriented friends. They're just the people and the family that I hang out with, you know, maybe once or twice a week, go on yearly or bi-yearly trips with them, which again is also amazing in and of itself because it's more memories that I build with people from my childhood and the people that I grew up with and the people that I'm, you know, learning from, growing from, whatever. And you see the positive of this, the positive of like being around the people who aren't sometimes so in tune with your career and what you're doing is that you get to kind of detach from your work a little bit. And that's what I really appreciate. Like when I hang out with my boys from back home or when I hang out with some of my close friends now, like I don't have to worry about, you know, my podcast or my work. Like we get to talk about fun things. We get to talk about, um, I don't know, like theories or conspiracies or some stuff like deep talks about relationships and life and laugh and enjoy and not take life as seriously like I talked about yesterday and just kick it, have a drink and laugh. So there's there's a positive and negative to both. I think the biggest negative that, you know, I see in terms of staying with these types, like staying with staying with friends that don't serve you and that don't help you facilitate some sort of growth. I think that's the biggest red flag in terms of realizing that you need new friends. But if you have friends that you, you know, that you can have a good time with, that you can kind of detach from your work sometimes, and they are grateful for you, they appreciate you, they, they're there for you, they listen to you, then keep those people in your life. They are good people. I think part three is the hardest part, which is what I'll get into now is taking the leap to actually go out and find new friends. And this is very different from what it was in part one, where you just run into the friends that you have in that beginning stages of your life. Like you just click and boom your friends. The smallest thing can happen and boom your friends. But the part that I'm currently in in my life in finding new friends is actually going out and seeking new friends like making friends in the internet space. You know, the guests I have on this podcast, like the six episodes that I've done, I'm good friends with those people now. Going to meetups, flying out to meet creators while continuing to, you know, share my stories through video and words and conversations. Like this this is the time, like this phase, like this part three that I'm talking about, where like when we actually go out and try to find new friends and try to put in the work to make new friends, I feel like these I feel like that's the time that you find the friends that really become your best friends. 
the friends like you share your passions with the people you do you know hobbies with trying new things traveling the world all those things because if you find friends revolving around your work and the thing that you're passionate about the thing that you want to dedicate your your entire life to you're bound to just spend more time with those people and those people inevitably get to know about your life get to know about your situations get to know about what drives you your purpose your mission get to know your family your parents like all those things and they become a best friend so my only guidance to myself that i remind myself of and anyone listening who thinks that they need to find new friends is to find more friends revolved around the work that we do and it may not always be pretty right but like i said friends are eminent they come and they go and another thing is you attract the people in your life in comparison to the energy that you put out if you put out great work and you put out great energy, the right people will come. So some of the videos that I put out, some of the podcasts that I record, some of the people who have reached out to me and said the things that they've said about, you know, appreciating my work or appreciating the stories or appreciating my passion, the thing that I'm doing, my endeavors. I really appreciate that because I'm putting out the positive energy and the good work. And those people who hit me up, like you remember that you are grateful for it and you keep a tab on those things because if those people ever need anything from me down the line i'll be there for them because they took the time to look at my creation look at my art appreciate it and say something about it which most people wouldn't do and they don't do so i really appreciate those people so if you know you're listening you know who you are but you know, that that's just kind of how I assess new friends in this life. And personally, I guess if we want to get even a little bit more deeper, how do I evaluate someone as a good friend? I talked about this in one of my earlier podcasts that I make made probably like when I first started. I think it was within the first 10 or 20 episodes. I, I can't remember, but they may be the same. They may have changed, but I have a list of like four things that I really care about in having a good friend, a best friend, all those things. You tell them something good and they celebrate with you. You tell them something bad about your life and they listen to you. Excuse me, sorry, I had to burp. I'm gonna say it again. You tell them something good and they celebrate with you. They're genuinely happy for you. And you tell them something bad about your life and they sit there and they listen and they ask you what the real challenge is for you, what the problem is. And trying to understand your emotions and they don't just detach from the conversation and tell you something worse about their life or something that happened to them years ago. They just sit there and listen. And that's why I'm so grateful for, you know, my girlfriend, my partner, she's, you know, the best because she listens. She's the best listener. I know any problem I have, anything I need to rant about, she sits there and she listens and she's taught me that too to listen more, seek to understand, be kind, seek to care, all those things. So that's number one. Something good happens, they celebrate. Something bad happens, they listen. Number two, they can take criticism about their own flaws and what they're doing wrong in the eyes of their friends. 
They take criticism about their own flaws and what they're doing wrong in the eyes of their friends. Like they can take that criticism well without taking it too personally. They're, they take accountability and they understand that like, hey, I understand. I'm wrong. That's what I messed up with and I'll grow from it and I will get better. Because the, the worst thing like that I that genuinely frustrates me is when criticism may come to me. I'm just going to use myself for myself as an example. Cause you know, I've done this in the past to, you know, some of my close friends is like, if someone critic, if one of my close friends gives me criticism about something that I did in my life that I shouldn't have said, or that I shouldn't have done. And you know, time goes by and I make that same mistake again. I know that they're going to be fucking so furious with me because I did that same mistake again. So I expect the same thing back in all my good friends and or all my potential good friends that I want to have in my life and best friends is like if I tell you something in terms of giving you some sort of criticism or like calling someone out, I'm not just doing it from a place of like it being personal or hatred. Like it's something that may genuinely bother me or may if if I see it genuinely bothers other people. When I say that, I mean it and I say it because I care. So understanding that and understanding what you may be doing wrong in the eyes of your close friends, I just try to immediately be accountable and just say like, yes, I agree. I fucked up and I'll try to be better. I will be better. I really care about that is taking criticism about our own flaws. Because if your best friend and good friends can't call you out, then who can? Number three, they are open to trying new things, not staying in their own bubble, open to new experiences, not shutting things down immediately. And this is something I feel like that may have been added from you know, the episode I probably the episode I did earlier, um three months ago probably. But trying new things is so cool to me like sucking at playing the piano or like sucking at jujitsu or sucking at boxing. Like I just like it. I just like some new challenges. So speaking of boxing, I did, I booked my first like thing with class pass. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that, but my girlfriend put me onto it and it seems pretty cool. It's literally like credits that you use to book classes, activities like kickboxing, yoga, strength and conditioning stuff. So I'm excited to go to that boxing class tonight, but yeah, people who are just open to new things and they're not afraid of trying new things and seeking new experiences. And, you know, if they tend to shut things down immediately, that's kind of not my vibe. And lastly, they push you religiously to be better and grow. And they consider your words. Big one for me. And it's something super simple, right? <sighs> Understanding that we are not perfect and that, you know, we're not as smart as we think we are, or that we don't know as much as we do. Just focusing on trying to be better and pushing your best friend or your good friend to be better is very important to me. So those are just a couple of things, guys, that, you know, I value in a good friend. Um, yeah, if you guys have anything interesting or any cool, any cool thing to add, please feel free to reach out to me. Email me, to, uh, email me wherever. Uh, Twitter, DM, all those things, they're all linked below in the episode of, or in the description of this episode. So if you guys have any cool thoughts, please reach out. 
that's all I have, guys. Um, this was a pretty fun episode. This is probably one of my, again, longer ones that I've done in recent, maybe like close to a month or two. They've typically been like 10, 15 minutes. This one's getting close to 30. But friends are really important to me. So understanding the type of friends that I want, seeking out new friends and trying to find new friends is all very, very important to me. So I hope you guys had fun with this one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you did, again, leave me a five-star review, four or five-star. Just be honest. Um, share this podcast with a friend if you think you found it valuable. And follow this podcast on Spotify, wherever you're listening. Um, helps us out a ton. Like I always say, guys, take care. Tell someone that you love them. And go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. I appreciate you guys so much. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.